Welcome to the follow-through factor with Joe Barker. Joe is a digital marketing expert who will guide listeners on how to grow their personal brands and leverage digital marketing best practices to grow their business. Hey, everybody, I'm Joe Barker, and I am super excited to have everybody here for our second episode of the follow-through factor with Joe Barker. Today, we are talking all about building your personal brand. We have a stellar uh, guest with us today, Katie Sherwin. She is the mastermind behind building the Medicare Bob brand for Robert Beige. But before we jump into that, I'd like to start every episode by providing some stats to kind of back up our reasoning for having the episode and, the, and how important it is. So today's seven stats are all about how important building your personal brand is. You're going to see this PDF on the screen. Um, for anybody joining into the podcast, please visit yourdigitallab.com to see the full PDF um, infographic. You can also check out our social media channels because we'll be sharing it in there. So our seven stats that are spotlighted on why it's important to build your personal brand. Let's jump right into it. First, first it takes five to seven impressions for someone to remember your brand. This is also known as frequency. So when you're thinking about it, of how many times someone needs to keep seeing your brand before they even recognize it at all, it's five to seven, which tells you it's super important for retargeting and to constantly be out there and promoting um, yourself and your business. Stat number two, purely emotional content improves profit twice as much as rational content. So it's kind of funny because I'm giving stats, but if we were to tie emotions in behind these stats, we're basically saying that it's going to improve your, your profit or your return twice as much. All right, number three, 78% of salespeople who use social media to sell outperform, outperform those who don't. What does that mean? It means digital marketing is vital, social media is vital, and salespeople who learn how to build their personal brand utilizing the social channels, you're going to see more success, and almost 80% of them are outperforming those who don't. Next up, 58% of Americans would be willing to pay more for services of a professional who does not work at a large corporation but has an established personal brand. Basically, what that's saying is personal brand, people trust the personal brand more than they uh, trust a corporation or a business. We've known this for a long time. Trust is super vital for the 65 plus community. So it's really important to make sure that, that you're showing who you really are and showing your brand and not just a business name. All right, next up, number five, 55% of Americans believe that it's important for their financial advisor or their um, insurance agent for to have an established personal brand online. What does this mean? It means people research. That's what they're doing. They're out there. And when they first are trying to figure something out, they're doing their own research. They're looking at your website. They're looking at your social media. They're trying to understand who you are. Because in the end, you're asking them to trust you with information. And in order for them to trust you with information, they have to be able to relate to you somehow. And the best way to establish that online is through your website and through your social media channels. All right, next up, number six, 74% of American consumers would likely trust someone who has a respected personal brand. This is social proof. Think about your social media channels and think about people who are liking your page or people who are leaving you online reviews, such as Google My Business. This is vital in the industry. So make sure that you are growing that social proof as people are researching you so they can see that people similar to them also trust you and like to work with you. Next up, number seven, our last one, 82% of American consumers agree that companies have a bigger influence on their buying decisions 
if the executives of those companies have personal brands that they can trust and follow. So if you're running an agency or even if you um, are just getting started out, it's showing you that American consumers truly believe that they need to trust their buying decisions in the person, not just the brand. So if you're out there, say you have a Facebook page for your business, you also want to have one for you. It's showing that you're out there, you're not afraid to put yourself out there and really just be real and connect with people. So these are seven stats that we wanted to showcase on the importance of building your personal brand. All right, we're really excited for today's guest. Today we have with us Katie Sherwin, who is the mastermind behind the Medicare Bob brand. Medicare Bob is the, the brand that was created for agent that is very popular in the Medicare space, Robert Bache. So let's welcome on Katie. Katie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Joe. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. So how long have you been working with the Medicare brand? With the Medicare brand? Oh, gosh. I started working for Medicare Bob in February of 2017. So a little over six years, going on seven years. When was it where you really started to embrace and realize the power of digital and social and when, when did that happen? Was that early or did that come later in your, in the business relationship or exactly when did that come? That came later. Um, when I started at senior healthcare direct, um, Medicare Bob's business, I started as an agent. Um, and so I did that for about a year and, um, I really enjoyed the job, but I wasn't entirely happy just because I've always been more of a creative person than on the sales side. Um, so uh, Bobby needed help with his social um, side of things because he was running uh, lots of Facebook ads um, and he was the only person managing it. And, you know, he's trying to run the business and manage all of his Facebook ads at the same time. And he was having a hard time. So I had done some I dabbled in some uh, digital marketing at my previous job. And so he asked if I'd like to give it a shot. So I did. And kind of the rest is history. Yeah. And what incredible results you, you, you've had. And I don't, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but I want to say the last time I looked, you guys are well over a hundred thousand followers on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. And, we, and um, the the video. Yeah. Our YouTube channel was, um, was really popular. That was one, another one of our successes as well. Awesome. Well, I want to jump in. We have a couple of questions that we think is what our viewers are really going to want to know, especially knowing that you're the brainchild behind the entire brand itself. And you literally created the entire strategy and were the, the actual person behind the scenes implementing the strategy, correct? Yeah. I mean, it was me and Bobby, uh, but Bobby focused more on creating the content. And then he let me handle the strategy of when to post and what to, you know, the the copywriting and any of the digital creation. So a lot of the, a lot of Photoshop. Um, but yeah, that was, it was basically the two of us for, gosh, a good couple of years. Awesome. All right. Well, let's jump right in. I'm going to start you out with question number one. How did building the, pers- the personal brand like Medicare Bob really set him apart, do you think, from like all the other agents and advisors out there? Um, well, like when you have consumers that are looking for something very specific, like, you know, Medicare plans or, you know, in in anything in this industry, you know, life, health, annuities, um, 
they're looking for something very specific that is they're investing in their future, right? So they're not just going to sign up with any Joe Schmo off the street. They're putting their trust in their future, the trust in their future into this person's hands. So when you build a personal brand, you're kind of giving consumers a glimpse of your values and who you are as a person. And I really think that that resonates with a lot of people, um, you know, especially that generation of like the baby boomers, you know, they really, and in, in this industry, you know, everything is going digital. So, you know, you're no longer sitting down with an agent and talking face to face. You know, a lot of things are done over the phone or um, online and they really want to feel like they have a connection with that person. Um, so I think when you establish a personal brand like that and maintain it and stay consistent, um, it really, it really sets you apart from, um, you know, there's tons of agents out there. So it really gives you that extra bit that um, I think people are looking for. Absolutely. I love that you just mentioned the trust factor because that is one common theme that we see across the board, especially in the 65 plus community or even 50 plus community. That trust factor is huge. And it does 100% agree with you. It definitely it sets apart to build your brand and, and you know, to make you realize that who that you're a real person and that you can right. be trusted. Exactly. That's exactly. Awesome. All right. Question number two for you. Can you share from think all the way back from when you started and you were trying to build any challenges or obstacles you faced while building that brand? And then how did you overcome them? Man, um, really any of the challenges we faced were mostly like, I would say like technological, it would be, you know, um, or like issues with, you know, the, the platform itself. You know, um, Facebook uh, came down with a lot of uh, strict rules and regulations and they started restricting certain things. They wouldn't allow like, for instance, there, there was a point in time where we had a bunch of our ads that shut off because there was too much text on an image, you know, things like that. Um, and then maybe like schedule alignments, you know, like we really one of our really big um, goals was to stay consistent and. Bobby was really, really good about always putting out content and he wasn't really concerned about the, how flashy it was or, you know, how professional it looked. He really just wanted to make sure that he was putting out the content um, and send, you know, providing the information that, you know, clients and, you know, potential clients were wanting to hear. Um, so, you know, it may be some scheduling conflict conflicts. Um, but we really didn't have a whole lot of issues um, that happened like within the team or um, like strategies that failed really specifically um, because we really just we saw everything that we did as a stepping stone and, and as a learning experience. So even if we did post something and maybe it didn't do so well, it was just like, oh, it's OK. We have all this other content that we can post out, like, you know, put out and we'll just focus on maybe note that for next time, like don't use this specific tactic. So yes, it's interesting because it's almost like it's quantity over quality in the beginning. It's more of just about like creating the content and getting it out there. And then you kind of worry about right. the quality as you get better and better at doing it. I think some exactly. of the hardest, yeah, it's like some of the hardest parts is like getting, getting the agents and advisors like confident enough just to be able to start. And I, and they worry right. too much maybe in the beginning about being perfect. So it's great to hear right. that you guys weren't worried about that. It had nothing to do with that. It, it was definitely just, just really produce content nonstop. Right. Awesome. And I mean, 
down to like live videos of like even during COVID live videos of, you know, Bobby in his home office with like a hoodie on, you know, yeah. just talking to, you know, clients during AEP just to make sure that that content was still going out. So yeah, we, he was really good about that too. I mean, that's real life. That's, that's reality right. of, of who he right. is and, and exactly, you know, so it kind of goes into his brand also of he's a real person and he's like, right. you know, exactly. Sometimes. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. All right. Up next, we got what role did digital marketing play in the growth of his brand and what channels are your favorite and most effective, you believe? Um, I think digital marketing played a huge role in his building his brand. Um, you know, when he first started, I think it was back in 2014, um, you know, there were no apps on the cell phones, really. You know, there was social media, but it wasn't anywhere near like what it is now. So one of his biggest uh, channels that he utilized was, uh, YouTube. Um, so he would just, you know, set up a camera, have a friend of his set up a camera and he would just kind of film like almost like a, a mock commercial, you know, and just post it and then try to get it out there, you know, as much as he could. Um, and I think it played a huge role in building his brand. And then once, you know, social media started exploding and, you know, Facebook was huge and, um, he started using that for, you know, with the uh, paid ads, it just exploded. So, but he had all the content, you know, he had all of the content from the years of videos that he had um, recorded. So I would say um, Facebook and YouTube were the biggest ones. And I would say YouTube is my favorite out of the two. Yeah, as we're watching trends, we keep seeing that, you know, YouTube is just on this trend, especially with the next generations and even the, the 50 year old plus 65 year old plus it's building every single year and it's going up and up and up to where predictions mm -hmm. are showing, you know, in the next couple of years, it's probably going to take over Facebook in it, as far as that 65 plus community. Um, right. Because people want to learn and it's an easy way to learn. And, and, you know, it's, it's just easy to comprehend. And at the same time, it's the best way to build your personal brand. I think because they can actually hear you speak and see your, mm -hmm. you know, see who you are. Um, exactly. So, so for you have YouTube, you have Facebook. And what do you think of um, like Instagram? Do you think that's worth it? Or what's your opinion on that? Instagram, a few years ago, I would, I would have said probably not. But with so many people leaning away from Facebook and going to channels and um, different platforms like Instagram or you have now you have threads, you know, mm -hmm. um, I think that Instagram is a great platform to build your brand. Um, especially now with, um, you know, you have reels and things like that. You can post on Instagram as well. Um, I think it's a great spot to build your brand and to, you know, there's a certain amount of, again, that trust where you can see like just quick image, you know, a couple, you know, 30 second video, like walking through the office with like the agents, you know, just things like that are great ways to like, you know, just promote the authentic uh, feel for your, what you're trying to, you know, sell. I agree. I think it's that, it's that short, that short form content that it just right. really is driving Instagram and you're seeing it on TikTok. You're seeing it everywhere where it's like, people want that bite-sized information and video mm -hmm. and then lead them to that further one. So I completely agree. And it was interesting. Yeah. I heard Instagram mentioned three times today and I've heard, that's mm -hmm. more than I've heard it in a long time. And I'm like, I wonder if there's something to this, um, yeah. where you're going to see yeah. people pay a bit more attention. Awesome. All right. I think this is our final question for you. Okay. We've got, 
What advice would you give any new agents or advisors who are just starting out to build their personal brand in the insurance industry? Okay. Uh, don't overthink it is one thing I would say. Um, like I was saying about Bobby before, um, you know, he didn't care about the flashy, uh, you know, um, the look of it. He wanted to just make sure that his content was going out um, and he never scripted anything. We never had scripts like down to it was just him talking like like you and I are talking right now. He would sit in his office and just talk to the camera and we would pull whatever it was. So I would say don't overthink it. Um, you have to start somewhere and you're never going to if you don't ever you know, put yourself out there, it's never going to happen. So you just have to start. You have to start. That's basically what it is. Um, and I would also say consistency. Um, staying consistent with your your message, you know who you are. Staying authentic um, is huge uh, because people will notice that they will see it. Like you, you, if you think that oh, like no one's paying attention to me, you know that no one's going to notice if I do this or I do that. They will. They will hundred percent will, and they will call you out on it too. So stay consistent and stay authentic. Is what I would I say. That's awesome. And I, and I love the, the no script and, and just kind of chat and just talk and just be real. Um, right. And I think that's hard sometimes because it's like an intimidation factor where you're like, well, what am I going to say at certain points? Um, but right. I think it's valid. And I think that's, you know, that's exactly it's the best way to start. Would you recommend a certain channel over the other or do you think? <sighs> well, it depends on what you're wanting to achieve. If you're looking for more, if you really want to start with like paid ads and start right off the bat with like campaigns and stuff, I would say Facebook is a great spot to start. Um, and shoot, I think even, uh, I think even Instagram has paid ads now. Um, they do. um, but again, I'm, I'm just so, I love YouTube. Um, and with the way that YouTube is on the rise and the way that people are consuming information now, you, you can't go wrong with YouTube. Um, and I think that, I would say either those, either one of those, Facebook or YouTube would be a great, great place to start as far as building a brand. And Instagram, if you find that you're more familiar with Instagram, try Instagram, you know, but those are the three. I mean, YouTube is, I'm just always going to go back to YouTube. I think it's a great platform for what, for this industry and what we're trying to do. I agree. So. It's like get used to get used to YouTube because it's not going away. So you might as well right. make sure that you're good at it. But at the same time, exactly go where you're comfortable. You know, it's like if you're comfortable right. with Instagram or you're comfortable with Facebook, right. like, like go there. But YouTube, I 100 percent agree with you. I, I think it's going to to be vital for agents and advisors who are looking to grow their personal brand in the future. Yeah, so. I agree. I absolutely awesome. agree. Well, Katie, thank you so much for joining us here today. We are going to be you're sharing welcome. this. We may have some questions come your way later, but we really, sure. really value your time and appreciate you sharing your expertise on growing the Medicare Bob brand. Um, for anybody, go check out his brand. Go see the growth that happened over the years. Katie Sherwin is the brand master behind that. And so congratulations on all your success. And I'm sure Thanks. we are going to you know, get you back on here again in the future. Thank you, Katie. Absolutely. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. All right. I hope everybody enjoyed today's episodes. The valuable information that Katie provided. Thank you again, Katie, for, for tuning in with us today and providing all that great insight. Um, building your personal brand, we see it every single day. I'll leave you with an example. I've used it before if you've ever heard me talk or do webinars. Think about progressive and think about flow. 
If you go look at Progressive on Facebook, you're going to see they have about 400 and some thousand followers. Go look up Flo. Flo is the lady behind or the brand in front of them. She has over 4 million followers. It tells you right there that even though she's wearing the Progressive name, it has to do with the connection that consumers feel with her. There is a reason consumers choose to follow her over the major brand, and it's because of trust. They can relate to her. They like her, and that's what they do. So tune in next time as we're going to be talking about email marketing. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Be sure to subscribe to our channels, and thank you again. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Follow-Through Factor with Joe Barker. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel to keep up to date on digital marketing best practices. And remember, the fortune is in the follow-through.